Hey guys, welcome to the Pop That Mama podcast. In this episode, I'm joined by the lovely Kerry, who is a hypnobirthing practitioner, and she's on to share her wonderful and positive birth story with us. And we will also be talking about induction and your rights during birth. Enjoy listening. Hi, Kerry. So good to have you on. Do you want to just say hi and introduce yourself? Yeah. Hi, Poppy. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm really excited to be here. So hi, I'm Kerry Els. I am from Bedfordshire and I'm a mother of two little girls, Sienna and Summer, and they are two and four. And I had absolutely amazing and really incredible births with, which is why I am where I am today. So my background is actually in uh, commercial retail merchandising. And I left that field back in 2020 to focus on hypnotherapy and specifically hypnobirthing following my own experiences. So whilst I was on mat leave with my youngest, I gained my clinical diploma in hypnotherapy and I went on to become a hypnobirthing instructor. So I actually launched my business during the pandemic, which is now into its second year. And I mean, I'm just I'm absolutely obsessed with wanting to change this message that birth is always a negative experience. And I'm really hoping that your listeners can connect with my story and just see how empowering and fulfilling and wonderful birth can actually be. Oh, great, great. Well, I love what you're doing. I love your Instagram. And guys, I'm going to leave the, her link in the in the show notes for you. But let's talk about your journey from kind of from the beginning, really. What was what were your initial ideas of birth and how did you become so positive about birth? Talk to us about your whole preparation journey. Wow. So, I mean, it's a hugely drastic journey. Um, and my life prior to discovering hypnobirthing and my state of mind and views towards birth was so different once um, we'd attended the course so I mean if I go back to my life pre-pregnancy it was very different to what my life looks like today so me and my partner Ben we were very much in love and in a happy relationship but we lived completely separately so we were really focused on our careers Ben had just started his own business I'd just been promoted and that was really our focus there and then it was on sort of our own our own lives and our own careers so this was a surprise baby (laughs) she was immediately she was very wanted and we were so excited for this new chapter in our lives but you know when when the reality of the situation kicked in we were going to become parents for me it was like just floods of anxiety um we didn't live together And we'd had sort of zero discussions about starting a family. And to top it all off, I had terrible sickness throughout my pregnancy. And on top of it, all of all of that, I was just I was terrified about the pain of giving birth because of all of the stories that we are told, everything we see on TV, you know, just pain. The pain of of giving birth was overtaking Um, anything that I could enjoy about my pregnancy it was all consuming and I was really just worried about anything happening to the baby so I couldn't enjoy my pregnancy at all I was a constant ball of anxiety Um, you know I'd be going to the toilet constantly to check for spotting I was being so sick so often that I really worried about you know baby not getting the right nutrients and things and I just remember going to my first scan and I just broke down on the bed with worry 
because I was just so frightened about the baby not being okay. And we know now, of course, that she was okay, but it was just everything, pregnancy, baby, birth, new life. It was a lot. And, you know, I couldn't enjoy this wonderful time of my life because I was constantly scared. And I know that from talking to lots of other mums, they feel like that too, that it's just all consuming this whole sort of life-changing moment. Um, But I actually, I remember the turning point um, really, really, really clearly. And I was in the bath, spent most of my pregnancy in the bath. (laughs) And I was scrolling social media, as you do. And a friend of mine who had just recently given birth, she had uploaded a post and the caption on it said, 10 minutes to birth. And she was just there smiling and she was bouncing on a birthing ball. She was really, really calm, really, really happy. And I could just remember looking at this picture and thinking, this isn't what birth is like. This isn't what I've been told. This isn't what I've seen on TV. And um, I called her and I just said to her, like, what did you do? What is this magic birth? (laughs) And she said, yeah, she said, I did hypnobirthing and it wasn't painful. I was, I remember thinking, you did what birthing? I'd never heard of it before, but I just remember thinking, what's this birthing? But I thought, I I want this too. And where do I get this hypnobirthing? Back in 2016, and there, it wasn't as widely known as it was now. It definitely wasn't to me, I guess, because as well, like I I explained, birth wasn't kind of on our agenda at that point. So, you know, I I Googled and um, there weren't very many instructors, but I did find one. And she was about 45 minutes away from where where we lived at that point. And um, my partner, Ben, although he was really, really supportive, he was quite sceptical, as I know that some birth partners can be. And I could see he was a bit like, wow, we're spending all this time and money on all of this antenatal preparation. But, you know, he he wanted what was best for me and the baby. So, you know, he was sceptical, but he came along. So you know, fast forward a few weeks, we went to this first class, I was still my absolute ball of nerves that I'd been throughout my whole pregnancy. And I remember that she asked me, uh, how how confident um, am I in my, you know, ability to birth my baby? That was the first thing she said. And uh, I said, you know, on a scale of one to 10, I'm one, maybe zero. And, And she said, like, how anxious are you? And I said, 11 out of 10, I'm so scared. And that's where we were at. I had zero confidence in myself and I was so anxious. But, and I kid you not, one hour into this hypnobirthing class, um, my instructor, she started talking about the physiology of labor and the birth hormones and the negative impacts of adrenaline. And it was just this moment of great revelation. It was like this epiphany that I had and I sort of realized if I can change my way of thinking about birth if I can get my birth environment right and if I have the correct support I can stay in control of my labor and hopefully I can have a great experience and so from there on I just I came out of that class and I I thought I have to change absolutely everything about my mindset so where I'd been completely anxious about everything before I came away understanding about uh, this is what really resonated with me I think the mind and body connection with me and my baby and you know how we are feeling when we're pregnant can actually impact on baby's emotions and things like that 
So it had started, this whole thing had started with me wanting the best birth because I was so frightened of the pain and things like that. But at this point, it changed to me wanting the best birth for me and my baby and my partner as well. I wanted us to be able to share that bonding experience together. So I think the hypnotherapy part of hypnobirthing actually became really key for me. And I listened to those MP3s and those affirmations constantly, um, driving to work, in the bath, before bed. And it was then I really started enjoying my pregnancy and I'd come full circle from being so anxious, not enjoying anything, being worried about the baby constantly, worried about the pain of birth to just enjoying this pregnancy for the wonderful time that it was and, and really actually looking forward to, to the birth. And, and it was at that point I started looking up information on, on the best birth outcomes for baby and everything just kept leading back to home birth. Um, you know, as I, I know you're now poppy, less likely to have a C-section, less likely to need instrumental intervention, less likely to ask for pain relief and, and better birth outcomes for mum and baby. And, you know, I'm a home bird. I'm happiest with a blanket and snacks and Netflix. <laughs> so I just realised just how paramount an environment that would be um, uh, conducive to a physiological birth would be for me and for want of a better phrase home is where my heart is so I, I decided at that point that yeah I wanted to have a home birth so that was where all my prep led up to at that point amazing oh my god I love the way you describe the whole transformation and I just think this is going to be so relatable for the people listening because funny enough the the top podcast episodes that I've produced have been um all around anxiety and mental health which suggests that a lot of people listening actually do suffer with with anxious thoughts especially during pregnancy so I'm so glad you've shared your your story with the listeners and what I want to ask you is did you get any pushback from anyone when you decided that you wanted a home birth because you know what it's like when you when you mention home birth as a first-time mum it's like everyone's like oh my god are you sure and family and friends (laughs) and what what happened did you get any pushback oh gosh absolutely of course so I think the main problem was at this point was you know, when I said that we, you know, we, uh, when we found out we're pregnant, we didn't live together. So we were saving up to buy a house and we had moved in with my in-laws. So first things first, we had to convince them that home birth was safe. We had to convince them to allow me to birth there because it was their home. And they, they thought that I was insane. They, they genuinely thought um, <laughs> I was crazy. You know, a first baby at home, are you crazy? That's, you know, as did everyone else. My own mum was saying, are you sure this is what's best for the baby? And I think I had to be quite firm um, with everyone and to sort of shut them down and say, this is our choice. This is where we're deciding to birth. Obviously, it was a little bit more different with my in-laws because it was their home. Um, but I, I, I really sat down with my mother-in-law and following our uh, classes, I, I tried to explain as best as I could that it was safe. And, you know, we can call an ambulance if we really, really need to. And the good thing for us is that we are actually... Uh, five minutes well five ten minutes away from the hospital and we also had um a quite senior midwife living living next door so that was a you know that was a key factor it was it was great and eventually she she supported it so from there on um you know I hired the birth pool for downstairs I 
bought in my essential oils. We did a playlist and we bought um, blackout blinds and and decided on some films that we would watch during labour. And I just continued to immerse myself in doing all the exercises to you know, encourage my baby into the optimum position and continue working on my mindset. And I think that because I was living in the house and she could see all of the things that I was doing to prepare, she she really knew that I was, you know, just so invested in this. And, and she was really excited, actually, for me to have the baby there. But yeah, a lot of pushback. No, well done, you. You do have to stand your grand, ground, I think, if you're going to have a home birth. You have to kind of, you know, be really strong with it because um, everyone tries to sway you. But let's let's hear your birth story. Yeah, well, talking of pushback. So obviously we had this home birth in place and everything was going to plan and fabulous, a really, really straightforward pregnancy. Um, but lo and behold, um, towards the end, I was carrying small because, you know, I am small and I was small myself as a baby. I think my mum said that when I was born, I was six pound two. Um, my brother as well. He was a really small baby. So I thought I, I kind of thought to myself, I'm going to have a small baby. I'm small myself. But because of that reason, the growth scans started at about 30 weeks. So I was back and forth back and forth for scans for a suspected small baby and I as I was nearing full term uh, I had to sit down with a consultant and she told me that uh, my baby's leg growth had dropped off and that I would have to have an induction and it just it just didn't it just didn't sit right with me I I really felt like I was carrying small because I'm small and I just my instincts were telling me that everything was all right and I honestly believe that being taught about informed choice and decision making around interventions is probably the number one benefit of hypnobirthing because if I hadn't attended a hypnobirthing course I'd have gone along with this probably scared out of my wits but I trusted my instincts I knew she was fine and I knew that it was probably them at that point following a protocol so what I did was I declined and I could tell that the consultant was so miffed. And even I was kind of a little bit worried at this point, but I agreed to additional monitoring. So I'd be going back in every few days for monitoring. And I, re- I was really set on this home birth. And, and they, you know, they eventually agreed. And I did get to, I got to 41 plus one. And that was one of the mornings when I had one of my, um, my appointments where they would be monitoring me. And I, I remember going in and saying, baby's really stretching today. And she said, no, no, these you're contracting right now. And I said, oh, okay, this is exciting. It's happening. I had no idea these were contractions because it really just felt like she was having a good old stretch in there. So um, I went home, had a wee, and at that point, my plug came. So I knew things were moving along at this point. And there was no pain. It was just, like I said, it was just this stretching. and. I don't know about I don't know about you, but I just felt differently that day. I felt like something was going to happen. So I kind of knew that something was going to happen when I woke up that morning anyway. But at 11.30, I remember that I called Ben and I told him to come home from work. And to be honest, this part's really uneventful because for the next five hours, we watch Netflix just lying in bed. And every time I felt a contraction coming, I just closed my eyes, deep breaths, Ben straight my back and immediately back in the room and it got to kind of late afternoon 
it was starting to get dark outside. It was about 4.30. And I started feeling like at that point, I needed to focus a bit more to distance myself because the contractions were getting stronger. They were manageable, but I needed to focus more. So this was when I, I thought, right, we need to set up the birth environment. So I asked Ben to set up the room as we discussed before. And it was really nice because we were actually in his his childhood bedroom, which is quite sweet. And I know that his mum was born in there as well. So that's a lovely side note. But he basically at this point, he blacked out the windows and the curtains. And I also bought something called a mindfold. So it's a, it's a blindfold, um, but it has almost like these foam pads around the outside so you can pop it on and still open your eyes and blink and everything behind it so it's not claustrophobic but you're in pitch blackness as well and I had a tissue with essential oils on so I breathed this in during during the contractions and I just had some relaxing mp3s playing in the background and at one point I wanted to be in the water but we'd been told not to get in the pool until the midwives came, which I now know maybe I could have. But anyway, we didn't we didn't want to call them this early yet because it still really felt like early days and that we'd be here for a while and things were really very manageable. So I decided to just get in the bath. And at this point, I sort of rotated between bed and bath, just moving around. I was really quite active still. And oh Ben, he was so supportive. He knew to encourage me to breathe and relax. He got me water. He helped me move around if I needed to, just encouraging me to use the loo. And he was he was was wonderful. And he was the one that was taking notice of my contractions and judging the timing. So it was him eventually that said, "You know, Kerry, they're 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 about three minutes apart now. Let's let's call the midwives." And he was just really in control of the situation, just so that I could birth. And I'm really proud of him for stepping up. But a lot of it really is a blur, to be honest, because I was so zoned out and I didn't have to worry about a thing except birth. And I think the next thing I can kind of remember is that the midwives arriving. I was in the bath. The candles were going. It was really dim, dimly lit. And they said, oh, you're so calm. Let's just have a look at you. And it was at that point I just had a shift. And I felt one strong contraction. And I remember, sh- I remember shouting out, it's in my bum, it's in my bum, <laughs> like that. Oh and they, um, <laughs> I just remember those words, it's in my bum. And, and they, exchanged, they exchanged a little look. I saw this look and, and they said, I think we're going to have a baby now. <gasps> and um, they just arrived. I think it was about, it was just about nine, nine o'clock now at this point. And I said, what? And I said, well, I've got a birth pool. I want to get in the birth pool because it was it was downstairs and, and we'd been upstairs the whole time. And they helped me out of the bath and they just took sort of one look at me and, and they said, we're not going to get you downstairs. And it wasn't even oh filled, up, filled up with water at this point. Yeah, they said, you know, you're not getting downstairs. You're, you're having the baby now. And I just coughed. I remember this cough and just this water gushing, gushing out. And I, I grabbed this chair that just happened to be near me. And this feeling overtook me. It was like nothing I can describe. And from then, it was like three heaves. It took over my body. And then just Sienna was in my arms. That, oh my that, that's what happened. They arrived. They looked at me. I had these three heaves and she was in my arms. And I can just remember thinking at that point, is that, is this it? Is it over? <gasps> and we were lying in bed feeding 
so quickly afterwards and I was in shock that I just I just done it and and I can remember feeling I remember just feeling like a total rock star and just thinking like oh my gosh I've just done this wow everything I've been doing up to this point has has led to this birth and yeah that that's what happened I'm I not never... gonna lie I, I don't think I've <laughs> ever heard a birth story like this I know you said I mean, it's no. gonna be short and straightforward but I mean seriously okay I've got yeah. so many questions for you so okay. so from okay so I was literally like visualizing your birth in my mind yeah. and yeah. to me it didn't seem like you were suffering in any way no I never once I never once wanted pain relief I never once at any point feel felt like I needed anyone else there other than me and Ben was it painful so, I, I, I always say this, so I, do, I don't describe my birth as pain-free, but I like to say that it, it was discomfort because yeah. pain is so subjective to everyone. And if you think of pain, that's when you start thinking of, ow, you know, like uh, shouting and screaming and, and hurting and this unmanageable sort of, of pain. It was never like that. I felt discomfort, but nothing that I couldn't manage I felt some very intense feelings towards the end you know at that point when I shouted it's in my bum that was that was very that was intense at the end but there was never any point where I thought I can't manage this you know I've had I've had period pains that were way beyond anything I felt during that labor yeah like you know, some, you know how we have, this is how I sometimes like to describe it. We have niggly headaches and things like that, don't we? Where we think, oh, that's a bit, that's discomfort. That's, that's a bit annoying. And this is, this is how I like to describe some of my moments of, of when I was at the peak of my contractions, like, oh, okay. But I've breathed through it and, and it's done. There was never any point where I, I wished that the midwives were there and could, you know, give me pain relief or anything. It was, it was purely the, the MP, I think it was the MP3s that met, that helped me distance myself from any everything. Yeah, totally. And and I talk about pain a lot, like in my courses. I'm quite like fascinated by pain and the sensation of labour that is commonly called pain. Should we say that? So most people describe the sensation as pain, but some people describe it as power or intensity. What we yeah. do know is there is a an elementary force going on that is very strong but it is positive because it's not, you're not broken. Nothing's wrong with you. And I think what you did is, is you reframed it, right? You, you, you started to see the sensation as something that was positive, manageable, and then therefore it, it kind of was. That's exactly it. And it's, it is about that, that whole reframe of you can view a, um, the, a contraction as pain and something to fear or you can change it in your mind and say I'm going to relax through this and every single one that comes is a step closer to meeting my baby and I think that having a goal changes how you're feeling about the process yeah it did for me and I think that to be in the position that you were in during your birth you need to do deep deep work which is what you did you did you, you you did the whole hypnosis you listened to your mp3 I don't think someone could go okay let me just read about reframing yeah okay I'll start to view it as something that is 
is powerful because you're you're actually going against a big societal message, which is that labor is very painful and terrible and it's agony and it's suffering. And so there is so much deep work to be done to be able to get in the position that you were in to enjoy your your birth and to see it, you know, to not see it as something that is, do you know what I mean? I think, I think there is a yeah. lot of work to be done like that. That shit is not easy, you know? No, there's, you're so right in that saying that um, there is so much work to be done because we all have our, whether we've given birth or not, we've got this bank in our minds and this, you know, this pot of, of what we believe birth to be and what we perceive it's going to be like. And if, in that bank of information, we go into we go into birth, and this this bank opens, and all of these thoughts of birth come out. It's it's scary. It's it's dangerous. It's painful. It's frightening. We know that going into the birth space with adrenaline present in our body is not going to be um, the, the best place the best place for us. It's not going to enable our contractions to be to be smooth and effective and it can potentially still labor. So in order to change the information that's in that birth bank and and make it positive, it does take a lot of hard work for you to automatically go into labor and to view birth as a positive thing. So listening to the mp3s over and over again having affirmations playing constantly telling me birth is wonderful birth is natural birth is an incredible event you know my body is more than capable having those things going through your mind constantly um, is going to change that perception of birth and yeah it really really helped me I truly believe that's what led to the birth that I had yeah, I agree with you. I think the MP3s were the thing for me as well, the most powerful tool because right. um, it kind of works without you even knowing it. You know, it's that kind of in between sleep state, those words are entering your mind. So totally agree. So what would you say to the listeners who are feeling very anxious, kind of like how you were at the start of your pregnancy? What would be your kind of your top and main tip for going into birth? positive you know confident and strong and ultimately having having a fulfilling birth what would that be there's kind of two things so if you're fearful about birth then yeah truly the best thing you can do is to prepare so if that could be an in-person hypnobirthing course it could be something online it could be researching and reading and following social media accounts that promote positive births but really gaining an understanding of your body how it works and just how incredibly capable our bodies are at birthing will really help to dissipate some of those fears and allow you to trust in the process. But another thing that I, I have to say, my top tip for birth is please make informed decisions before any intervention that goes against the natural process of birth. So, you know, with any intervention comes risk something like something like a sweep comes with risk so ask questions about why these interventions are being proposed and that's not so that you could say no to everything I'm 100% not anti-intervention where interventions due it's so that you can decide if it's right for you and you can look back on your pregnancy you can look back in your birth and you can say yeah I owned that and that is the best way to be able to go into labor, being prepared, being informed, being confident. You can look back on it and say, that was all mine. 100%. And, and just thinking about your birth, had you not been informed, 
you probably would have accepted the induction, which probably would have turned out to be a very different type of birth, right? And that was all due yeah. to you being able to make an informed decision because you were, ed- you were educated. Yeah, I'll probably, I 100% would have, would have just agreed with everything that they said. I would have been complete putty in anyone's hands because I was so obviously frightened and fearful for me and the baby because I didn't understand that I I was capable and that I didn't, I didn't have the confidence there. So educating myself and understanding just how wonderful we are and capable we are allowed me to, to trust in my body, follow my instincts and go with the home birth that we'd planned. Love it. Love it, Kerry. Um, I do Mm -hmm. just want to ask you, because look, you know the, the the situation with induction is is really quite bad I personally find that all of my clients it's almost like I feel like I need to package up my course of hypnobirthing course plus you know um almost like uh due date post due date support of how to like cope with the pressure to induce because it is crazy I find myself on my phone constantly with clients who've gone out past their due date and I literally have to coach them through managing the coercion and it's it's becoming quite a big job so I want to know from you as a, as a hypnobirthing practitioner what is your experience of this with your clients and and what are your thoughts oh tell me about it Poppy it's just yeah it's everything you've said there it is becoming so commonplace for pretty much every single one of of my clients you approach 40 weeks maybe even before that and and the induction conversation happens so we really really go into sort of like due dates and how they really are a sort of guesstimation and one of the really great resources is um, Why Induction Matters by Dr. Rachel Reed. I don't know if you've read that book. Yeah, yeah, it's brilliant. Yeah, so I always kind of refer back to that book. Um, there's some great information in there um, as to, you know, why an induction might be suggested. And, you know, it's all about you, you know, the, the pregnant person being able to assess what the benefits and risks are of um, the reason why the the consultant or the doctor or the midwife is saying that they need to have an induction versus what are the um, risks of an induction, and you know potentially forcing a baby to be born that's not that's not quite ready yet, because as you know there are lots of risks that come come with that as well, and you know we we do focus we do focus in on that um, a lot in our. I'm having to focus in on it a lot more in my classes, but then also weighing up that if in, if they do decide that induction is right for them, then they're, you know, hypnobirthing and these tools are still wonderful um, to use whilst you're in labour as well. Absolutely. Um, mm. But uh, so Kerry, please, could you tell us about what courses you have? Where can people find you if they like your sound and would like to get in touch? Give us a little uh, little bit of info. Of course. So the best place to find me is on Instagram at Kerry Else Therapy and on my website, kerryelstherapy.com. I am based in Bedfordshire. 
in a town called Dunstable. So that's where I hold my in-person courses. But you can also attend my courses online. And I offer full support hypnobirthing courses. I also offer preparation for birth partners as a separate course. And also if you've you feel really confident in your labor and it's just some support that you want with your you know, your birth plan and, and a bit more up-to-date information on statistics and things like that, then I also offer a birth planning course as a, as a one-off online as well. Thank you so much for having me. And um, yeah, I really hope that my story can, can resonate with some of your listeners. Thank you, Kerry. You are a star. I know that story is going to inspire people. Guys, if you'd like to get in touch with her, I have left her Instagram handle in the show notes. As always, follow me on Pop That Mama. Always love to hear from you. Drop me a message if you've been enjoying these birth stories and let me know what else you want to hear. All right, guys, have a wonderful day.